Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God and talk about it every single day because we know it's valuable for our lives. It transforms our lives like nothing else can. And actually, on Sundays, we like to talk not only about the Word, but we also like to talk about music and Christian music, which is so important in our Christian faith. Ours is a singing religion. Never lose sight of that. Ours is a singing religion. Not all religions sing, but this is a gift from God to us to sing to the Lord. And singing uh, is is such a way of expressing praise and worship and love for God. Indeed, so many of the songs we have are love songs to our God and worship songs to our God. This morning, I'd like to talk about a song called Majesty. And part of what's motivating me to do this is that the one who wrote this song, Jack Hayford, and I've got a little photo of him here. Jack Hayford was a pastor at the called the Church on the Way in Van Nuys, California, and he passed away this past week at the age of 88. I never knew him. I I never read a book by him. I um uh, I never heard him speak. In, I may have heard him speak in person once at, fate, uh, at uh, excuse me at Promise Keepers years ago. But uh, I've always admired him from afar, and the reason is this: in our day and age, pastors have you know what is the identity of a pastor? In Scripture, it seems like the pastor ought to be a shepherd, and indeed, I know many pastors who are great shepherds. They care for their flock. They care for their people. They watch over them. They pray for them. They they protect them. They guard them. They nurture them. They feed them. And that's such an important job of a pastor. But in recent years, in our lifetime, it seems like the role of our pastor, of, of successful pastors, has kind of become to be a CEO, managing a large staff, managing a big budget, managing big facilities, and uh, specializing in in usually some sort of speaking, whether it be motivational speaking or being thought of as a great scholar. And again, I never knew Jack Hayford personally, but my impression of him is he was a worshiper. He was a worshiper. And sometimes as I think in my own life, what would I want to be known as beyond anything? And I think that's right up there near the top. I want to be known as a worshiper of God. In John chapter 4, Jesus said this, he said, the Father seeks those who will worship him in spirit and truth. I've always thought I want my life to crackle with the supernatural. I want my life to have upon it the touch of God. And I've often thought, if I am a successful person in life, what do I want to be able to credit that to? My great organizational skills, my great charisma, my great uh, motivation, my what is it? Well, I'm probably not going to win in those. I want it to be said that the hand of God was on me, the, the anointing of God, the touch of God was upon me. As we saw earlier this week, that he would strongly support the one whose heart is completely his, and that comes from a heart of worship. And so, like I said, from a distance, I've always thought highly of Jack Hayford, and I've always loved this song. Our church, I don't know if we've even ever sung this song in our church that I know of. However, it's touched my heart, and I sing it often in the shower. Majesty. Here we go. It's uh, The words go like this. Majesty. Worship His majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory 
honor and praise, majesty, kingdom authority, flow from his throne unto his own, his anthem raise. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus, magnify, come glorify Christ Jesus the King. Majesty, worship his majesty. Jesus who died, now glorified, King of all kings. I guess uh, Jack Hayford wrote this song uh, back in the early 80s or late 70s, whenever it was. He and his wife were on their vacation in England. And this was, I guess, during the 25th anniversary of the coronation of Queen Elizabeth. And there were a lot of, uh, a lot of activities going on celebrating her being the queen. And he was struck by this idea of all the majesty related to the royalty of the royal family. Here in America, we don't do that very much. We, we don't have a king. We don't really tend to like the idea of a king. We, kind of disp- we want to war over the idea of a king. And we like our republic and our democracy and our people having a vote and so forth. And actually, we're, we can all be pretty critical of our leaders, leaders and um, call them to account. And uh, we don't even have much problem with disrespecting our leaders in our nation, indeed, speaking in quite disrespectful ways of them. But not so with a king or a queen. A king and queen is to be honored, and they're majestic, and they are seen as, they're seen as royal. And indeed, as he wrote this song, he wanted to remind us that Jesus, he's not just one of us. He's not just kind of one of the, the, like the, the big man upstairs. He's not just kind of like we're cool with Jesus and we can sit back, relax, and, and hang out with him. But rather, we should remember this aspect that he's the king and that all majesty is his and all majesty is, and, and he's, his majesty, he's worthy of our worship, our adoration, our exaltation, and is and he is. The thing again, I want to step back for one moment about Jack Hayford. And the thing I want to encourage: if you're a pastor, I do want to encourage you. Are you known as a worshiper in your church? Again, some pastors are known as scholars who really have studied the Bible, and they really know it inside and out. They know the Greek. They know the Hebrew. They know this word. They know that word. They're scholars. I'm not against that, and that's there's an important role for that, obviously. But as I look in Scripture, and as I think what, what the church needs, the church needs people who exalt Jesus. This is, our, this is always the problem. You look through the entire Bible, and there was always a power struggle. Who is God? Who is worthy of our worship? You see, God created people to be worshipers. It's innate in our DNA that we worship. On campus, I often point out that, that to the students that everybody worships, and atheists will say, oh, no, not me. I don't worship. And I say, sure you do. Everybody worships something. Worship is simply the declaration. What is worthy 
of my highest praise, what is worthy of my following, what is worthy of me lifting up, what is worthy of me adoring. Everybody, it it may be an athlete, it may be an entertainer, it may be an intellectual, it may be someone who's arrived at something, it might be any number of things, but everybody, every human being has deep within them the, the, the desire to worship something or someone. And of course, we ought to worship God. We ought to worship God. Pastors, leaders, dads, moms, grandparents, be known as a worshiper. Be known as a worshiper. This is who God is seeking, people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Let those who, let people who you lead, and all of us are leading somebody, let them know us as a worshiper. Don't hide it. Don't hide it. I like the churches, for for instance, where the pastor often sits down front and worships, and people can see him worshiping. Several months ago, someone, I often sit near the front in our church, several months ago, someone told me that, that, uh, that and I had no idea, and he, came, he told me, he said, Tom, you know, often I'm in church, and I'm just not feeling that great or whatever, and I see you down there worshiping God, and I see you're really worshiping, and it inspires me to worship himself. himself. Folks, be a worshiper. Majesty. Worship the majesty of our King. And from him, dare I say, the other aspect of this the song that we want to remember is that his power, his kingdom authority, he's willing to share the power of his throne with you and me. What an awesome thing. What an awesome reality. As it says here, this one, This one line here that I want to read, kingdom authority, flow from his throne unto his own, his anthem raise. My friend, do you want more power in your life? Do you want more victory in your life? Do you want more of the the authority that's promised to us in Scripture, that we would walk in victory over sin, in victory over temptation, in victory over the circumstances of life, that no matter what's happening around us, we could rise above and be overcomers? I really believe That comes as we are worshipers, as we praise God. Praise, it turns the circumstances. It turns the whole perspective. It turns our perspective. And no matter what we face, we rise above. So my tribute to uh, Jack Hayford, like I said, never, never really knew him, never read a book by him, don't know much about him other than my impression. He was a humble man who worshiped God. And as a result, God blessed his church. Group 1969, when he started his church, 20 people. Struggling church, almost failing. By the time he, 2019, when he retired and passed on, the leadership of his church had grown to 7,000 people. I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe it's because he was a worshiper and God anointed and blessed that. Father in heaven, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you. Majesty, we worship your majesty. Jesus, unto you we give all praise and glory. We exalt your name. There is no God like you. There is no power like yours. There is You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We just praise you. We thank you. You're greater than any circumstance we face. You're greater than any, any enemy that comes against us. You're greater than all the forces of hell 
no matter what they do, you are greater and more powerful. And we thank you that your kingdom authority, you share it with us, you, you, it flows from your throne unto us. And you give us that uh, as we draw near to you and you've seated us with you and you, you've given us this authority in the name of Jesus. And so today we walk in your power and we praise you and we bless you. Lord, I want to thank you for pastors like Jack Hayford, who known as a worshiper and a praiser. And, and, uh, and I pray, Father, for each of us and the people we influence and the leadership we have, be it in our church, in our family, in our business, wherever it may be, that we would be known as the people who answered the call to worship the true God. Jesus, you said the Father is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and truth. We want to be those people to worship you in spirit and worship you in truth so that, and, and that as a result, Lord, our heart would be yours and we'd be a living demonstration that God, you are a good God, that you bless those who come near to you, you live in those who come near to you, you live in those who worship you, and that we made the right choice to worship the one true living God. Hallelujah. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention about Jack Hayford as a worshiper, one reason I say this is evidently in his 50 years of ministry, he wrote, I believe, 800 songs of praise to God. We know the one, Majesty, probably the, a lot of the others weren't as popular, but he wrote 800 songs. That's over one a month throughout his 50 years of ministry. Hallelujah. Hey, pastors, let's us be known. Let's not leave the worship and the, just to the talented musicians. Let's pastors, leaders, let's all of us be known as leaders, pace setters in this realm of worshiping and praising God. That's part of our leadership responsibility. Let's make sure and do it. Thanks for joining me. My name is Tom Short. We're here every day. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to continue our series looking at the attributes of God. I hope you'll join us 8.30 a.m. live, or you can listen to the podcast, or you can watch this, the, uh, the, the video anytime throughout the day. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with joy, and give you a heart of praise and worship so that you are drawing near to the one true God. God bless you. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.